episode 16 of the Flow State Gaming Podcast, the number one up-and-coming Valorant podcast on the internet and possibly of all time. I am, of course, joined by my good friend, Rogan Prescott. Hello, buddy. Hey, man. How's, how's it going, dude? Are you feeling good? Dude, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good this evening. You know, we we're jumping in. We are of course live um on Twitch and we're coming in with seven people viewing. It's uh it's nice it's to a have madhouse in waiting here. for us. Dude, it's a madhouse. If you're not here live, <laughs> change something in your life, right? Um yeah. Um how's it going, dude? What's what's new this week? It, it's good. Um just I've I've been playing a lot more Valorant a lot more i've i've made a goal for myself i need to hit immortal um it might be like three years from now because i am garbage at the game but eventually i will make it dude that is a vigorous goal dude it doesn't that just sound so good being at that top top level um it's it's something exciting to me i mean of course (laughs) i have I did do something that I might regret. I think I already do. Oh no. It has to do with the hot drinks. Um, oh my god. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> the, well, the hot drinks is in the next section, so maybe save well, it. Well, I'm sorry. Right? Maybe it's just, save it. It's I'm feeling something and I I can't <laughs> hold it in. <laughs> You're feeling something already, dude? Well, what are we talking? I don't even so my drinks just lame compared to yours. I don't think I, I don't think I should say it because if I do say it, it's just it's boring. Um, I can say that there will be an explosive blowout nearing midnight tonight, possibly around <laughs> that time. <laughs> um, uh, yikes. I think that's I'll leave it there. I think I'm going to leave it there. Do you have well, any announcements? Can, um, I mean, yeah, of course I have announcements, right? I'm a busy boy, and with that comes announcements. So, um, as everyone knows, uh, the PC build went fairly well. We we got through it. We we went through some of the the details on that. There were some mods that needed to be done. Um, Rogan came in again, came in clutch once more to, uh, you know, update the bios, do all that kind of stuff that I'm not able to do, right? Because I'm. I'm an actual peasant, so I don't know anything computer, uh, anything to do with computers. So Rogan got it all fixed up for me. We got Windows activated so I can have, you know, my cool screensavers that I like. So that's pretty big. But um, no, playing on it felt really smooth this week. I did actually notice a difference, dude. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That's good. Um, and we got, yeah, your stream's completely set up. You could yeah, not stream. that was kind of the big one. That was the thing. Yeah, so I missed last Friday. I know we mentioned it last week that I was possibly going to be streaming. Um, so from here on out, guys, it looks like that Friday is going to work out for me. So hold me to that because it's looking looking good. Rogan got me set up with the overlay and everything I needed to do there with a little step-by-step guide, you know, open OBS. He walked me through it. So um, Also, I actually played this week, which felt really good. Um, oh, Lingo. <laughs> Dude, we got to stop the pod to say hi to Lingo here. What's up, buddy? Good to see oh. you guys back in the chat. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, I actually got to play a little bit this week, which felt really good. Like it kind of felt like I was just out of the swing of things for a while. 
Um, there's a lot going on in my personal life and I wasn't getting the time that I wanted. So I got in like two solid days, dude, of like, you know, maybe two yeah, or three awesome. hour sessions. Yeah. It felt good. So I got to, um, gold two, you know, with ease, obviously. Um, as soon as I start playing ranked, you know, I just start clapping kids. I was kind of scared to get into ranked. It was super weird, actually. Like I had this hesitation and it was like because I've been out of it for so long that it kind of yeah. felt like I was intimidated, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that's kind of cool. I got up to gold two. I am on the uh, my D rank game. So. <laughs> that is unfortunate, but we'll see how it goes. With um, the bar, man, it makes it, it makes competitive very scary because you know you're riding that line, and if mm -hmm. you lose that, you're going down. Oh, I know. Um, it adds a whole nother level. But I do notice, dude. I think ranking up is going to be a little easier, dude. How do you, how are you feeling about that? I think I mean, yeah, it, I think it is easier. It's like when I lose, I'm going down like 15 to 20 points, but then like. When I'm going up, I'm going like 25 to 30 points. So it seems yeah. like it's giving me more for my wins than it is decreasing me for my losses. And then when you hit zero, it's giving you that extra match to kind of redeem yeah. yourself before you derank. So that's pretty huge. It would be interesting on how many people play better knowing that they're going to rank up that game or knowing if they're going to demote. Uh, you know, I like know. they know they're going to yeah. stay there. They like want to try and they're yeah, going to put more effort in true. that game. But um, Craxel in the chat saying that the stream hits and of course it hits very hard. Uh, good to see you, brother. I think you're a new a new peasant to the to the stream. But uh, again, just reiterating, get here live, right? It's the way to go. Um, so this is our hot drink section. You've kind of already touched on this. Maybe maybe you did one too many shots tonight. Is that is that yeah. what we're thinking? Um, yep, one too many shots. Maybe three more shots than I should have done. <laughs> the tea did not look at the tea didn't hit at all. I mean, there was nothing there. Dude, dude, we I, felt, I we felt all like felt a woman. Rogan. I felt like a woman that I just did not belong on his screen. Dude, you know? we saw Rogan collapsing around mid pod. And we saw him yes. fall off. So um, definitely I'm went glad. down a cliff, tumbling and falling. Dude, I am glad you're back on the uh the diarrhea rocket. Well, I think, dude, you know, you carry this pod. I think I need to carry yeah. a burden for the both of us. I and think if that's the blowout, yeah. I will do that proudly. <laughs> um, Dude, I want to show my commitment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, just be careful because like, you know, fast forward 20 years, <laughs> how are we looking, you know? Uh, 20 years of straight blowouts once, possibly twice a week. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a lot a of rash that are being changed. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Well, yeah. So at least you, we got to make sure you can financially handle that burden, but. Yeah. yeah, it's a finances that uh, will definitely hold me back there. Um, I'm obviously sipping on the usual, and I I still don't know if the audience wants me to keep saying it, right? <laughs> so I I almost feel like an idiot at this point. Um, and like, dude, maybe I just shouldn't say it like I usually say it. You know what I mean? Well, I think okay. When you stop saying it, though, you got to hit her hard. You got to really drag it out <sighs> and it is tradition. So once you break that tradition, it's either got to be like a grand finale. <laughs> and I don't know if you're uh, yeah. prepared for that right now. Maybe, maybe I will have to uh, go through it, go through with it just uh, a few more times. Maybe when I switch the roast. Oh, oh, okay. That maybe, and then that'll and be, then you switch it up. Maybe. Yeah. 
Maybe, maybe a little that, higher pitch. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think I think maybe we're onto something here. But yeah, of course, I'm I'm sipping on a freshly squeezed, uh, piping hot French press of a of a decaf. Pike's Place roast. <laughs> that uh, oh man, something uh, <laughs> something a little different came out there but uh yeah it's it's uh the dppr right the decaf pice place um i'm adding more and more cream week to week which i mean what do you say about that you know i mean i just i'm just doing what i want right but it's kind of getting to the point where we're almost near a half and half yeah which i think is maybe touching that line um anyways so we're going to move on to the next section here, the uh, community feedback. And uh, did we get any Apple reviews, Rogan? No, <laughs> of course not. <laughs> no one's going no. there. No, no. It's uh, so whoever's listening on Apple, step up to the plate, right? We need, we need to do something in that department because you, you little peasants that are listening on Apple pod need to get out there and give us a rating, right? I don't care what you think of the pod, just rate it five stars. Okay. That's, uh, that's what we're number going one. for. Don't, that's don't rate one. it. If it's one star, yeah, don't just don't do it. Right. If you hate <laughs> yeah, us, just, just you don't, just you leave. don't have to, that's a waste of yeah, time exactly. for you to do that. Yeah. Like you're actually doing us a favor by giving us one star, right? Because you're giving yeah. us your time, which is not what you want. So, <laughs> um, we did get another message on Instagram. This is actually turning out to be kind of the popping place for community. So, um, what what happened on Instagram this week, dude? Craxel, he's with us in the stream right now. Get on the stream, everyone. Craxel plays and Craxel with four L's on Instagram. He says, "Howdy, listened to your podcast recently and really enjoyed them. I'm currently plat one, and my aim is as carried me this far, but my game sense is severely lacking. How do I get better at game sense?" to push me farther into high plat diamond. Thanks for reading and good job with the podcast. Craxel, thank you for that feedback. We really appreciate it. Um, it's good to know that we have another peasant that we can um, feed, feed our crumbs to. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what game sense is a, it's kind of a hard topic. You had some feedback on that, but Game sense, it, it kind of comes with time, a lot of time. Um, for me, the best game sense that I've known is is how audio, how important audio is. Making sure that you know where people's footsteps are. Um, something that I kind of was working on this week is I play Omen. I'm an Omen main. When I smoke, I kind of put like, I take like a visual picture on where that smoke is. And I can kind of like put it in my mind where that... Um, where that mic is at or where, where that um, smoke is at. So like, if I know it's behind me, I know no one's going to be able to see me from behind. And then I can focus on what's in front of me and then turn around to see if anyone walked through the smoke. So like having visuals, kind of like making sure like you kind of take those mental images in your mind, like knowing where things are. Like there's a brim smoke right here. No one can really push over there right now. Um, that's helped me a lot. Do you have any feedback on that? Yeah, dude. Um, hey, just heads up. Sully Brent, um, 
maybe said to you like your your uh mic volume might be a little too loud so i'm not hearing that on my end but i mean i'm not sure but uh so yeah while you're checking that out um dude platinum is really good dude i just want to start out by saying that craxel yeah that's like like if you're in platinum man like you're I know it doesn't feel like it, but you're kind of in the higher echelon of players. Um, obviously, like there's, you know, a, a whole nother league above you. And I understand that's what you're trying to get at. Um, and, you know, Rogan's kind of in that same p- position. He's a, kind of been, you know, high platinum for a while. So um, he's been trying to break that as well. I think you said that your aim has gotten you this far. And I think that uh, you're blessed to already have that challenge kind of um, under your belt. Right. Cause I think that's what gets a lot of people. Like for me, I feel like my aim just has tons of tons of uh, work that needs to be done. And you obviously feel pretty confident in your aim. So kind of the, the advice, I'm just going to reiterate what I told you, uh, you know, when I messaged you back, but um, I think that recording your games and, and watching them back, would probably help you a ton just because you're going to see some obvious issues that you did wrong when you're looking at those plays and those really loud, like obvious issues that you did. Like maybe you just rotated way too late. You rotated too slow, too fast, whatever that is, it's going to be pretty obvious. Right. And you can see what you could have done differently. So with that said, dude, I think looking at your games would actually be huge. And then, um, also just watching pro games too, right? Look, seeing what they're doing. Um, I mean, I've been trying to do that myself. Did they just have a totally different play style? It's, it's not like I play at all and they're just on a, on a way different level. So I think between the two, like a little bit of both looking at your own gameplay and then looking at maybe some pro games that could be huge for taking you to the next step on like, you know, just switching up strategies, communicating with your team, everything. So um, they want you to talk Rogan. Sorry. I've just been answering. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Um, I think watching pros are, it's definitely way better. It's helped me a lot, um, to Excel pros. I mean, they, they play every day. I think we've mentioned this before. They play so much. Um, they know everything. They, they know every single map. They know all call outs, know every agent. So they're going to know more watching their gameplay and how they clear corners is really important. Um, and also like, I, I know a lot of people, they clear a corner twice or they'll like look back in the same area where they've already checked and there's like no point to do that. It's just, a, it turns your back to where someone could come out from and um, making sure you kind of like, you know, do like a methodical, like when you're clearing corners, just make sure that you're clearing every corner, doing it at the same time. Don't looking twice, like looking back. Um, I think that's helped me quite a bit. Yeah, dude, just those super like small little detail things go yeah, a long it, way. Like, yeah. It's a lot of time too. like pre-firing corners too, man. Like I don't do that nearly enough, but you know, like if your position is already revealed, like why don't I just pre-fire those common corners, you know, like yeah. barely peek out, jiggle it, pre-fire there, stuff like that. So, um, but honestly, dude, yeah. Congrats on the platinum. You're on, you're in route. And I think that just with more time and some of those little things you can, you know, see some progress. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, so yeah, that pretty much covers it for the, uh, the community feedback. Um, 
so we had some announcements from Valorant actually this weekend. Um, we had the state of the agents and we had some behavior changes. Um, and so I'm just going to go through some Valorant behavior detection and penalty updates uh, that came out on the 15th. So I'm just going to kind of breeze through these. I'm looking directly from the site here. It says, uh, you know, before we dig in, we want to acknowledge the obvious that they still have a lot of work ahead of them, but these are just some of the starting changes. So it looks like they're really going to try and pound down um, AFKs. So they said, you know, over the past several months that they focused a lot on the problem and they know it's an issue. Um, and they say that, you know, what just one AFK player can turn the tide of the game. And I feel like that's pretty obvious. Um, so they're kind of hitting this hard. It says that, you know, they're implementing improved detection. So as far as, you know, what's, they're going to be looking at who is leaving, you know, more often and, and getting a better way to cycle through those players. Um, and then they've completely revamped the penalty structure. So, you know, rather than generic, uh, kind of temporary little time bands, five minutes, whatever, they're going to go way harder. It looks like, um, so it says, if you're a player who consistently drops out of games, the hammer will come down on you. So <laughs> this is what we're looking at. The penalties can include the following. So looks like it's starting out with some warnings. I don't know if these are any particular order at all. Like this could be in any order, but we got warnings, XP denial for the games in which you were AFK'd. So apparently that people were just like farming xp by like jumping into games leaving and then they're still getting that xp so i didn't know that i don't know why you would do that it seems like xp is kind of irrelevant in this game i guess for the battle pass it wouldn't be but um this is huge this one's big small deduction small deductions from your ranked rating for pre-game dodges that is big boys yeah so taking rank away if you're leaving pre-game, like if you don't like the map, <laughs> they really want us to play Icebox apparently. Um, There's an extreme and, amount of dodges too. Yeah, yeah. Like, and obviously they're seeing that data and uh, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you feel about that? I know we weren't going to really talk about these very much, but like, do you feel like that's a that's, good call it's, there? It's interesting because I don't know, man. It sucks like playing Icebox when you just played it like the last three times and you just got smacked, you know? Yeah. And also like if there is a toxic player you don't want to play with and it's just like not fun. That's very true, dude. Because like, you, you, you jump, know some yeah. people because like the queues are just they're they're small. Yeah. You definitely meet the same people often. Um, mm -hmm. I think it would be kind of cool if they added or what do you think about this? If they added just like a kind of like a voting system, like vote to dodge maybe <laughs> oh yeah that would be huge like seven would be plus so votes or something i would love i don't know that. how it would work though but i think that would be you know because like if seven people don't want to play icebox and like why are you even you know like you're like forcing them into that yeah right they just want to have agree. fun you know you're not gonna have fun on a map you don't want to play i agree do you think that maybe we'll see a like like a map vote system in the future. I kind of doubt it myself, but I kind of like the idea. Yeah. Um, I think if, if it comes to the point where there is a ton of maps, we could possibly see that there's just mm -hmm. such few maps right now where like, you know, we start to, we pretty much know if we're going to like a map, like the first like day that we're playing. Cause we, right. we, you get it so much. 
if you had a ton of different maps, it would be cool to have a vote system because, I mean, not all of them are going to be amazing. Right. We see that yeah. on a bunch of different games where, you know, like there's just like oh, yeah. eight out of the 10 maps suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. like no one likes to play them. So, so you just vote for Nuketown. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So pretty, I think like later on in the future, that, that would be a cool like implement mm-hmm. um, that they could add. Probably not right now just because there's not enough maps. Right. I, I 1000% <clears throat> agree. Sorry. A little ground, a little coffee ground went down my, down the throat there. So, um, and keep in mind these, they're aiming to implement these AFK penalties in patch 2.04. So we just came out with 2.02. So in the next couple patches, um, the reason I mentioned that is this next penalty, they're looking to deploy this on the next patch, 2.03. And that's deductions from your ranked rating for in-game AFK. So I'm not really a thousand percent sure what this means. Like, I don't know if it's, if you go AFK for one round, is that going to affect your ranked rating? Um, That's kind of what it feels like even if you come back maybe so you know check your internet cord before you go make sure she's not wobbly um increased queue restrictions so it looks like that's just going to get a little tighter barred entry from ranked games so not letting you play anymore um valorant game bans but only if you're really really persistent so that must mean like full-on ban that account or what yeah um or even like a month ban or something but does that have any relevance if you can just make another account in 15 seconds for free <laughs> and get back in it yeah that i mean i think like smurfs i don't know how we're gonna how they're gonna like go against that i mean it's also like you're gonna have to play that you know those 15 or 20 i forgot how many like 20 matches of unrated to get back into competitive so if, you, right, if that like, is your main account, you know, because a lot I of guess. people do like troll on their main account. A lot of people like demo on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what strikes me here is this says Valorant game bans. It doesn't say like Valorant account bans. So is there a way that they could like actually ban like your, like the current game downloaded on your PC? <laughs> Like, I, mean, I know that exists, but I don't know if that's the situation here. It says, yeah. but only if you're really, really persistent. I don't know what that means, guys. Valorant game bans. So, I don't know. Just Valorant uh, message us on Instagram. Let us know. Yeah. Um, Riot will, obviously, I think I have a call with one of the devs next week, actually. So, we should have that updated. Um, so, simply put, we've leveled up our detection. And then, they're just going to hit you harder. So, um. Craxel just corrected you. It's 10 wins in unrated, so get smacked, Rogan. <laughs> Brother Craxel is I think, on you I like think white like, on rice. I know, seriously. Yeah. Um, what were we going to say? Oh, no, nothing. I think, are, is that it for those changes? That dude, we'll there's, a, there's a lot more, dude. We got chat-based offenses, and this is going to be coming in 2.04 again. So... Are, is that 2.03, then 2.04? 2.04 is past that time right yeah yeah yeah. so 2.04 would be two patches from now yeah and they're they're looking for um 
<laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading this. They've been hard at work improving your experience of communicating with other players in game. So um, I'm going to just run through these quickly because obviously none of you guys are being toxic in chat, but these penalties are going to be including warnings, comm bans, extended comm bans, rank queue bans, game bans, and extended game bans. <laughs> guys, I don't know what this game ban is if you guys know just let me know in the chat um really what that looks like so even projecting farther out patch 2.05 they're looking at uh better like reporter feedback so basically guys it's, it's looking like they're just really trying to pick up on these really glaring issues that they have in the ranked experience like this ruins games and so they know that um there's a little bit more here you guys can go through the details if you want, but I think that's kind of the gist of it. And I don't want to spend too much time here, but that's uh, incoming in the next couple of patches. So if you are that AFK kid or calling people racial and, or, you know, bad words, then I would shut it down because it's going to get nasty. It sounds like, um, so yeah. Do you have the state of the agents update brother? Yeah, um, it's just something Valorant posted. It's just like kind of like a blog post on what they think about the agents so far and kind of what they're what changes they're wanting to make. Um, it's just gonna they they pretty much just mentioned how they enjoy the changes that they made to Brimstone and Omen. I think I would say they're pretty balanced now. Um, Brimstone's definitely back in the game. He he's he has a large pick right now. His smokes are making a huge difference. I I like find his smokes so annoying now. You know, if you yeah. see that thing go down, you're like, you're going to be stuck there for 20 <laughs> seconds. No, yeah. And that's a long time, right. man. It goes mm -hmm. by slow. Um, So Viper, they're just stalling on Viper again, <laughs> as we've seen for a long time. Um, They they pretty much just say they're like checking on Viper, you know, seeing if she's going to be better or not. They're not like, I think they're just kind of keeping an eye out. If she, if she thinks that she, if they think that they need buffs, then they'll probably do that. I think she does still, um, but who knows, man? Who who knows how long Dude, they are wanting to stall, right? <laughs> what, what do they do here? I don't. <laughs> what's what's the the Rogan? What's, what's the change? The, what's the Rogan change here, dude? Just just lay it on the line. Put it on the pod. What what are we changing for Viper? If I, you're the main, I think dev? we revamp the wall completely. Talk to um, me on that. What do you mean? I think. Being, you know, uh, just like seeing the wall where it's down, it just set, like people know it's going to be there. People know they're like Viper's going to push that site if she mm -hmm. lays it down right beforehand. Um, I don't I don't know the best way, but if you could almost like maybe Viper could lay down her wall without people like seeing where it's at or placed on the ground, maybe. Mm. I think her wall is just a weird it's like. I, I always think like it's awkward. It just shoots through like, you know, a bunch of different walls. It's super like weirdly placed on some yeah. like areas, you know, and it's like it's the same as Phoenix, but just a straight line. Obviously way mm -hmm. longer and you can put it back up. It's not the same at all, but in a no, it, it just seems yeah, awkward. Similar. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, what, it just seems like an awkward ability. What would how would you feel about like um like if like a little mini map, almost like a brimstone came up and you could like draw Choose out where. a line, like draw out a line, like freely draw out a line with your mouse. That would be would savage. That be, would that be too much? I don't know. I mean, they could, that would be a really cool, 
I okay, so I kind of like that because it just makes like every agent play differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I like having that that you know, like you have like um Sage's wall, that's just an ability that stands out from everyone else's. It just right. like it's not similar at all. Viper's like Viper having that wall, she could do a lot more with it. It might be a little overpowered though, man. You could just draw out, <laughs> you know, like heaven Dude. and CT at once. Maybe well, make it shorter. Make it shorter, but like I feel like I agree with you that um, it needs more flexibility. Yeah. I feel like, dude. Yeah, because it, you know, even though you may be taking away critical vision from the enemy team, sometimes it feels like you're taking away vision from your Odin team at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Maybe cut the wall in half, and you can draw out two places. Anyways, yeah, that's who knows. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they do. It's just <laughs> we don't know about Viper, guys. She's a, I, I she's just, in a I weird wish place. So bad. I wish so bad because she's such a cool like the art design, like the whole idea of a Viper is so cool. I just I never see her played whatsoever. She, yeah, I'm she's watching, not like, a pro bad games. agent though. That's the thing is that like if if well, the bomb yeah. is planted, the other team is screwed. We had a Viper that was one in like one in fifteen or two in fifteen. Every time we planted the bomb, though, he had every single lineup for every single plant, and it was like a one v four. He has held all of them off, like they couldn't they couldn't defuse. Crazy. Her snake bite is it does a ton of damage, super wide. It's kind of crazy that way. Um, that's pretty much it about Viper. And then Yuru, they they're gonna buff him, or they're looking into future buffs. So it's so funny how every single agent man, I always think he's just overpowered. Always think the next one's gonna be overpowered or like, yeah, dang, that yeah. seems intense. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've we've seen him like not. I haven't even seen him like played that much. People are kind of like avoiding him. I think it's like, yeah, just once. I think like the very start, man, it was so hard to know where he was with like his um, audio cues being different, not knowing really his like abilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like super confusing, but. With his ult, it's pretty much the same as Omens. You know, like, okay, well, we're just going to look around everywhere. If we hear him pop up, he's in that general area. Yeah. His ult is pretty <laughs> yeah. good. I'm not saying it's bad at all. It's it's I extremely mean, good, I think. I, f- I feel like, yeah. You yeah, can do a lot I, I with don't it know. You, in certain you situations. In certain you situations, can. I would say. And it's just, it's such a hard line. It feels like part of me thinks he doesn't bring his gun up fast enough, right? Cause everyone's just standing around you waiting for you to come out of your ult. Yeah. And then they just barrage you down. But then at the same time, if he's just busting out of his ult shooting, that's then an that's obvious issue hard, as well. Yeah. So, yeah. But they're pretty much just going to be working on maybe a small buff in the future. Um, and then they did leak some, what the next agent will be. Um, no abilities yet, but they're going to add another controller. Um, so this is quoted. Um, that said, our next controller is a cosmic shift from the play patterns you've grown accustomed to. This one is for all you galaxy brain players out there that like to study everything that happens on a map. So what, when I think, what I think about this is like maybe like a Sova player. You know, someone who has just insane lineups yeah. and can like... <laughs> Maybe, like, get an overview of the entire map. Um, pretty much know where everything's at. It's going to be kind of cool to, like, have another agent that, you know, it, it requires a lot of knowledge, a lot of lineups to get those insane plays. 
So right. I, I think we need another controller. Maybe. What do you think about a, like new smokes? Give throw some ideas at me. What do you? Because thinking? it's like you have. I don't know. I think you have Omen and Brim. They're like they're the best smokers, you know. Yeah. So it's either mm-hmm. like if you don't have a smoker, then like you're not really going anywhere. So maybe like a different type to block off some vision, maybe. Um, because I feel like if you don't have smokes, you're not pushing a site. It's like there's some sites that are near to impossible yeah. to push without getting picked off. At least one of you guys, you know. So yeah. maybe like getting another way to block off vision or like be able to push a site freely. Yes. I I totally agree. I think I I'm with you on this idea of like kind of tailoring to the players that are spending 17 hours in customs yeah. finding lineups on a map. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Me and Rogan talked about this actually recently talking about you know whether we would like to play Sova or not. We were thinking like you just need to know all those lineups and it's a lot of work. And it's just not really me. It's not my play style, but I respect it so much. Yeah. So I like this idea and and I, I agree with you. Some other way to implement smokes would be cool rather than just a ball, you well, know? Like I don't want it to be like flashes, you know? <laughs> You're getting yeah. like 20 smokes on a site and people are just running through. <laughs> well, and that's what's so hard about this is like, yeah. like how far can you really change it? And that's, I think, kind of where me and you talk about it's unfortunate that uh that viper smokes aren't really as uh, i mean versatile as we would like them to be because yeah i mean i like that phoenix wall how you can like curve it and whatnot that's so cool to me and it's so creative and there's so much uh-huh. freedom to make plays with that um so yeah uh, hopefully this new agent is cool i think it's pretty cool that they're they're doing a controller that's that excites me, you know. Yeah, I think it, all I see is Omen these days, dude. Uh-huh. Like I've, I'm tired of seeing Omen. Brim <laughs> is starting to creep back, but with Viper at, just out of the roster, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just like eighty percent of the time it's Omen, and then twenty percent it's Brim. I, I don't know. They do need a little more variety. A new here, controller so with a Viper buff would, I think, it would add a lot. Yeah, I hope they can just really nail this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like make this this controller like super fun to play like mm-hmm. like omen is omen's a super fun yep. agent right so hopefully this will be the same yeah for sure um that's about it for state of the agents we did get some leaks on new skins um like two just skin packs i think they look pretty cool um not much there <laughs> one's kind of like a cosmic theme the knife is a fan did you see that for the uh, celestials, yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. No, life. I did see that. Um, yeah, dude, I was actually curious on what your thoughts on on that were. Do you like that? Yeah, it's kind you of think cool. it's too much. Do you, you I like, like it? how they're adding different like types of knives? You know, me too. I think that's big. Um, seventy seventy one hundred credits, right? I didn't even check. So the price, another dude. all I do another is fat amount of money that you guys can drop. So that's cool. Yeah, that's another hundy, another <laughs> another quick hundred bucks. Yeah, so it's, it's insane how many people there is. Like. It's kind of cool. Like you probably notice as well. Like there's like the meteors that yeah. are like coming down, like shooting stars was, or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah, like shooting across I, the skin, gun. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I thought it looked pretty, and the clouds kind of like keep moving along the gun, dude. They're uh-huh. getting 
they're doing some cool stuff with the skins. Yeah. Too. Yep. They're they were kind of getting disappointing, but I think they've like re- revamped it. Kind of got yeah. the momentum back. They're getting the juices flowing again. They're, yeah. They're, they <laughs> yeah. popped a nice hot roast, and their and their juices are are flowing. We we know what drink they're drinking right now. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> they switched yeah. it up. The only the only drink. <laughs> um, a new game mode. Um, do you want to talk about that? Well, you didn't mention the other skin pack, the anime skin pack. Well, I don't want to talk about that. I didn't. I didn't you like it, man. For, you febreezed over that thing. Yeah, not my favorite either. But <laughs> it's like, did you notice a, that like the the character on the gun? There's like an anime character on the gun, and then it's like for if each you agent, press, yeah, yeah. And so if you like press Y to look at your gun and you flip it over, like that image like slides over. It's kind of I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. It's not. It's not me. You like a cartoon, cartoon style of each agent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like anime. There's some Dragon Ball Z characters on there, and you might see a few Hundi fly out of me. But <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, dude, new game mode, um, es- escalation is what they're calling it, and I think this is actually currently in the game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they just dropped it today, so this is hot off the press. Um, I think you kind of did a little more reading on this than I did. I have the general gist of it, but I might miss some things. Um, it's kind of looking like a gun game. Yeah. Kind of like, um, yeah. Gun game on call of duty. Um, after you get a kill, you kind of like level up, get to like a different level and you get a new gun and each kill you get, you'll go higher and higher. Yeah, so 5v5 game mode, 12 escalation levels. Each level has a specific weapon or ability, and then the first team to 12 or farthest along in a 10-minute timer wins. So so what? it's cool because you can get... Everyone can start out with, like, Sova arrows, Sova darts, or, like, Raze's ultimate. Everyone oh, has rocket so launchers. Cool. It's just, like, a, it's a limited time mode. It's not going to be out here forever. But it's going to awesome, be... Man. I think it's going to be fun with, like, you know playing casually no dude this is exactly like gun game like it says yeah uh it gives an example your team can be on level four but you can still be stuck with a level one weapon until you get one kill with that weapon then you'll go to level two and so forth so that's dude that's gonna be actually fun and i'll give content creators a chance to you Mm -hmm. know do some stuff that's cool i like that i kind of like um new um game modes like it still helps you i feel like even oh, like yeah. the even like the snowball fight, I was like, it's good practice to like know how to flick or just like get used to your de- like aim, you know. Um, yeah. Getting in these like even deathmatch, it just shows like if you play a lot of deathmatch before you play a game, like you're moving your mouse around so much more, you're getting that muscle memory before you play competitive, which is huge. So having like game modes like this, just to like play one round and then hop into competitive is cool. Yeah, but I'm, just I'm a totally gonna play this. What's that? I'll totally play this hands yeah. down, dude. It kind of it gives you the loadouts. Like level one will always either be Raze's showstopper, the Vandal or the Phantom, and then and level then ult, two yeah. will be Vandal or Phantom. Level three to eleven is just assorted weapons and abilities. <laughs> level twelve possible shorty, classic knife, shock dart, or even the snowball launcher. Ooh, little festivity coming back. back. Um, every death drops a health pack. That expires after 10 seconds, like deathmatch. So cool, man. Awesome. That's gonna be fun. We're gonna we're gonna play that. It'd be cool to play it with some some of the peasants if they want. Yeah. Um, so dude, are we 
that's kind of the announcements, boys. Sorry that ran a little long, but uh, <laughs> I mean, we, they're just kind of like these updates that we had to cover. So I'm glad we got through them, but yeah. uh, I'm excited about them. They're all good changes. So that's nice. Um, I don't think we mentioned the topic. Well, we had to get through the announcements. I mean, 40 we minutes to, in. We had to pound out the announcements. So the main, the meat the meat of this Brazilian style sandwich. <laughs> Our teeth are just about to connect with this meat. <laughs> and what are we, what are we talking about? The people are clamoring. The bind, the map bind. That's what we're going to be covering. Um, <laughs> anyways. Nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> I just had to, uh, I had to give it a little flair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is huge. This is big. I hate this map. I'm going to come right out of the gate and I'm just going to get it out. I'm not looking forward to this podcast. You don't like you the guys, meat. You guys, no, I don't like the meat, right? It, it's a night. It's, it's a cold. It's a cold cut. Pastr- no, I love pastrami. It's Pastra- a cold what? cut. <laughs> Dude, it's a cold cut bologna. A cold cut bologna. Of sorts. And I'm just, I'm not a huge fan. I can deal with spam a little bit, but when it gets into that baloney area, dude, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> can we get a who yeah so, for so- blind? No. <laughs> no, we can't. I, I, I don't, I don't like the map. Right. Catch me on, <laughs> catch me on ascent. Maybe I'll, I'll rip a who yeah, but for bind. I'm not in what, what, what do you into, not like about it? Okay. I just, I don't like it as much as others, right? I don't absolutely hate it. I don't, I don't absolutely hate it, but, um, I would choose it over Icebox. Right. Well, anyone would, <laughs> I would choose it over Icebox. So there's, there's some of that there. I don't love the teleporters. We all know about the teleporters. I don't know if I, I think the main cause for me is I don't like how there's no mid. Yeah. I think that's what really hits home for me is I'm a player. I usually like to play around mid on most maps. You'll see me in mid on ascent. You'll see me in mid on Haven, but on this map, that's not an option. So you're, you're very, you're choosing left or right and you're committing. Most of the time, like obviously you can rotate. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's none of that mid play, which I really enjoy in maps. And I think that's kind of what gets me on this map, um, mm-hmm. which makes me not like it as much. How about yours? And well, and, and that's kind of like icebox too. You don't see a lot of mid play in icebox. You're going A or B. Mid is kind of a mess. Yeah. And that's been talked about a lot. So mid is a very <laughs> awkward place in icebox. We got the chat is saying bind is the best map. And I don't know if I, I, can. I can agree with the chat. You you love bind, right? I like bind actually, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I it's it's funny because I don't really see like mid being a problem to me. I think it's cool how so they mentioned that on their website on how like they they made bind not have mid on like purpose because every map they want to like be different, you know? Yeah. So they like like it kind of makes you have to commit or like just play differently. Um, the teleporters, I think it's just a cool, like, thing that they added. It's kind of cool to see the plays that you can do with them. Um, I know 
a lot of people just dump utilities into these teleporters. The one that goes into hookah or towards hookah from A. And the, like Sage will just throw a slow through it and really trash on some people. Um, I I just like to kind of like the element of that. Um, not yeah. having mid is huge though. I I can it sometimes is hard to, you know, you do have to commit sometimes. If you're going through hookah, there's no like good way to go back really, and it's gonna take a while or a lot longer mm-hmm. than you could. Um, I think this map it requires a lot of communication. What is what I've run into is that with really good communication, you can communicate a lot with the teleports and rotates and flanking. Um, so like on showers and on both ends of the map, there's really good flank potential because it's, it's so far outside where you can get behind the enemy really easily and into their yeah. spawn. Cause yeah. usually you aren't running through spawn. Um, and also their teleports. So like there's so many, I seen one person, they go through, they go through mid teleporter to B and then they run through, the B long teleporter, go to A, and then they go back around into the mid teleporter and plant on B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. really just screwing with people. Um uh-huh. but like a communication thing is that you know you could all like walk B long, have one person hookah making noise there, and then four people, you know, all hit teleporter at once, rush A. You know, some simple things like that. But I think you can do a lot more if you have that communication. Another thing yeah. is smokes is really important in this map compared to others. Um, on A site, especially, because Heaven is such a power point for um, opping there, and um, even, like, just a Vandal, man. If you have one Vandal guy there, you can really tap some heads. I, we're going to get into it more later, but I think that's kind of my, like, first takes on the map on how... it's it's. I think it's just more important to have a good team on this map. If you're having a good team, I feel like... <laughs> You know, you have two people B long and then two people um, A mid, A short, and it really kind of throws it off because, you know, it it, kind of makes it just not as good if you're trying to push or something. Right. Um, No, I I totally feel I feel you on it's cool to have the teleporters and there's some really fun things that you can do. Like I I like sending abilities. You know, I play raise. I like sending abilities through there, the boom bot, the grenade and like that kind of stuff is cool. Like I, I get it. It's just, uh, I would just prefer a map with a mid, but, yeah. uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the, uh, into attacking defending. Um, before we dig into attacking, um, I just grabbed the, the main, the top pick rates for bind. Um, Reyna comes in at 72.8% pick rate, dude. Whoa. Reyna. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. And that's probably because she's just an agent that's played a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously some of that is going to bleed into this. This is just in competitive. This isn't like pro player or anything. Um, Sage it comes in at 67.5. So Sage get plays played a lot. And I agree with this. I think that's a good choice. Um, Jet coming at 50%, Raze 50%, and then Omen next at 38.9. So... It's common to see that comp on this map. Um, and I think, like you said, dude, like team composition and communication are bigger on this map than others, in my opinion. But uh, we can get into that a little bit um, as we go. So 
Sova also gets played a lot here. Sorry, I wanted to mention that before we dig in. Sova gets played a ton, and for good reason. But um, so dude, attacking. How how are we feeling about attacking, brother? I, I kind of want to get your thoughts. I want you to give your thoughts on attacking in general. I'll give my thoughts on attacking, and then I'm gonna have you break down A and B, and then I'll chip in there as well. So yeah. just kind of generalized attacking. How are we feeling? Um, well, I mean, we both mentioned you have, you, you do have to commit in some sort of way. Um, you have, uh, attacking it's kind of, so in general, I would say like, like I said, smoking is very important communicating with your team. There's a lot of smokes on a, that you need to push on site or at least have some sort of utility to push people off. Um, and on both sides, I feel like People can play certain angles that can really screw, like screw you over if you aren't paying attention to that. So I think um, you need to give yourself room on this map. It sometimes gets a little tight, and you kind of have to like give yourself room to push onto site. So mm-hmm. being able to have utility and put like give that space out and push that enemy back is um, it kind of puts him in an awkward position. I'll get into that more on each site, but I think using I in like general utilities are utility is very important on this map. Um, attacking on being, being careful of those teleports are, are is pretty important. Um, you can really get screwed by the teleports. If someone is like, you can have Omen even ult in teleport and kind of peek out when you're not expecting it. Just little things like that. Being aware of those teleports are, um, is very important. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on attacking? Yeah, dude, pretty much. Um, exa- I'm right in, in harmony with you on this. Like, um, it just feels like you said, super tight. <laughs> it feels tight yeah. getting onto site. And so like with that said, abilities, ability usage flashes, smokes need to be used correctly or you're going to get rammed. So that's kind of my thoughts on a honestly in short or sorry, in attacking in general. Um, so what are we thinking about a dude you're you're attacking a what 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 are we feeling here okay so i think i i usually push through a shore i think that's what the majority of attackers do they they really do contest a short um so what i find is that someone's always usually playing heaven or u-haul u-haul is a big threat early on because he's going to be peaking that angle so what i said by throwing out your utilities U-Haul is a, it's an area that you can push the enemy off really quickly. If you have a Sage Orb or even like a Molly, um, you can just throw it in that doorway or in that cubby and it'll bat, it'll push them back into U-Haul and back onto site. And then you're able to clear that out early. Um, Sage is huge on this map. Sage is, her wall is extremely important on attacking on a short. I used to play Sage a ton. I still do. A lot of people always wall off. They kind of split the site in half and wall it off to the rest of the site. And it pretty much blocks off any defenders on site being able to see the bomb at all. So it gives you a safe plant. And then once you have that plant, people will usually back off and you can just play for lineups and just play for time. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting U-Haul control is extremely important because uh, there's so many people that just peak that angle because you if you're peaking u-haul 
you can have a clear sight of bomb if you walk out of U-Haul. It's if you're defending, but on attacking, you kind of want someone just blocking off U-Haul is really important or else you're going to get screwed over there. Um, and keeping a smoke on heaven. So if you do have bomb planted on site and you went through a short, um, heaven's going to be able to see you. Even if you're planting the bomb, sometimes they can kind of yeah. look over even with like a jet ultimate. Um, they can usually get a pick there if they have an op. Cause there's, it's like, so once you had that wall down or if you're, you're kind of like all back there, you have the bomb planted. There's not many places to go. <laughs> you're kind yeah. of like running around there. So for that reason, if you are going a short, you got to have at least two people going showers or even like one person going showers to kind of just flush that out. Cause then if someone is, if a defender's playing showers and then they're over there going for a flank right now. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what right. I found more beneficial is just giving yourself room because you don't have to put that sage wall down. If it is like at a tight area and you don't have the time, or if you just want to get bombed down right away, then go for it. But giving yourself room and getting as much map control on a is very important. Um, clearing yeah. out those areas. And then if you get, if you get shower control, you pretty much have all of sight. If you have a short kind of like up above a short that area and U-Haul area, and then you have shower control that you pushed out, the whole site's cleared except like past that line of boxes, you know? Mm-hmm. So then you have to worry about heaven, U-Haul, and or, or, or CT if you have U-Haul controlled. Right. And you have those two areas and then flanks. Um, yep. No teleporter is extremely important when you're holding site. On offense, um, you can, some people will teleport from B to long, but then you can just, you know, they're going to be coming showers or a short, so you can just watch your flanks. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that's my, my take for attacking on a, um, a lot, some people do do showers. They walk up showers, but I don't do that often. If you're going to go short, I know some people, they, you can take the teleporter all, all at once. Um, that, that sometimes works. I would just be careful with that because a lot of people, they kind of expect that sometimes that we're like, if they hear one of you guys go teleport, you know, they're going to just stay on site. So expect people to be there still, I would say, um, you're not going to flush everyone off of site. Yeah. Um, it definitely does. Like if, if you're, if, if, if it's going poorly, they break sage wall right away and they get a pick or something, then like make a rotate. Don't be afraid to like, don't commit if you don't have to, you know? Um, just like kind of back off. You don't even have to go through teleporter, just back off a of base short. You don't have to commit to that site. Cause it, it is very difficult if they have more of that control. Right. Um, what are your Completely thoughts? Completely agree. Um, so I feel like on a, whether you choose to go a short or bathroom, when you're trying to put pressure on a site, you're really open to a lot of angles. Like think of, think of peaking bathroom. Think of peeking out of bathrooms, dude. Yeah. Like there's a, there's that cubby on the right hand side. There's the triple boxes right in front of you. There's the boxes in your close, right. And then you, you can have a guy left side by the truck, a guy in heaven. So you've already touched on this and I think you executed it. Well, it's just, your controller needs to stay with the tour. He needs to be with you. Yeah. And he needs to be blocking out angles for you. Mm-hmm. Like this is actually one of those maps that it's like, 
to me feels so critical to have smokes and someone that knows how to use them because it can turn a, like we see a lot of uh, brimstone here. And I think it's for good reason. Like he can drop a smoke in heaven. He'll drop a smoke on the truck and then he'll like drop a smoke CT or U-Haul or whatever. And it makes a huge difference when you're trying to like break out on a site. Yeah. So you already mentioned a site um, like U-Haul or lamps, whatever you call it. Um, is a super big power position because you can see both halves of the site from here. So I think when you're attacking, I was watching like some videos on like a lot of pro players and what they do. They put a lot of emphasis on controlling U-Haul. And I think you already mentioned this. It's like, it's a position where you have a lot of site control, um, in, in a small area. So I think do what you can to take U-Haul by any means necessary, like charge in there with two guys. Um, there's probably only going to be ever one guy in there. I don't see, um, you know, very many people running two people U-Haul, but, um, so if you manage to take early control of a, like say you got somebody that peaks you out of showers early, you take him out and then some, a person on your team swings on a short and takes the U-Haul player out and you think that there's only two there, I think that getting your jet or your omen or raise, whoever has mobility up into heaven can be huge for the rotators. Yeah. Like either, even if that's just stalling or catching them totally off guard, I think if you can get up there quickly, it's massive. So, you know, obviously only execute this play if you are pretty quick on taking the site because people are going to be rotating, you know, fairly soon if if you drop two players so um again i agree 1000 percent on the sage here sage is really useful on this map for obvious reasons um dude i love that wall that goes from truck like that splits off the yeah tree. like dude that's huge and have uh, you felt I, that you get congested there sorry just a quick yeah no totally you. yeah I, there's not a good way to play unless you're Mm-mm. playing back and then you're giving <laughs> yeah. the defenders a lot of control there. Yeah, you're They're almost giving them the whole next side. to wall, and so it, you have to play it well. Like, but yeah, yeah go ahead, man. Because well, because you're almost like forced into cubby, which like so when that smoke on heaven goes out, <laughs> and there's three of you guys sitting in cubby because there's nowhere else to defend from. Yeah, like the, for like the retake, it can get disgusting. So. I think Sage is really big on this map. Um, other than that, I think you said it fairly well. It's just, to me, just that the controller really needs to get the smokes down in the right spots and the flash, whoever is running your flashes needs to like break you. It's just some way to get a presence on site is huge. Yeah. And that's kind of where my thoughts lie with, with a site. Um, any more thoughts on that? Um, just a couple smokes, like since how important they are, like Coulter mentioned, a smoke on truck. Also, you can smoke where that sage wall usually goes to. I know a lot of people smoke there. Um, it's kind of like on site. It blocks off showers and main site. Um, a lot of brims, I've seen this in pro play, they throw two smokes on top of truck, and then they throw one smoke down below where that sage wall is. It pretty much just blocks it all off from like jet updrafting or omen teleporting up there getting a pick he can still teleport but he'll be in smoke um it definitely does help sometimes and then 
I think I think that's pretty much it, man. And don't be afraid. So like, if you did get two picks early on, get that heaven control is huge. But also like, if you think like I would just if you're in a big competitive game and you're it's like your um I don't know if if it's your rank up game, then don't be afraid to take that teleporter back to B. Like give it time for them to rotate and then go. It just it makes you able to get that plant if there's not like a lurker in like backside that you're unaware of, mm-hmm. you know, just to play it safe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen like if you get those early picks, you know that you can get B site pretty freely. Yeah, true, very true. Yeah. Um. So moving on to attacking B, I think I think we hit A pretty good. Yeah, I think. I think I got my main thoughts out. Um, so attacking B, dude. When when we say we're gonna go B, what? How are you feeling? What are you feeling? Um, I. <laughs> it's kind of a similar thing with A, where I always go like usually hookah, kind of like B mid. Um, I sometimes yeah. go B long. I just find it like better playing hookah. Um, yeah. you have two ways. Obviously, you have hookah and B long. I'll just start with hookah. Pushing up hookah, you have that teleporter to your right. That that's where a lot of people they'll just utility dump through there. They'll you know raise nade, um, sage orb, just a bunch of different stuff goes through there. You know viper, um, snake bites, and I've gotten smacked so many times by that. Um, that teleporter, people are using it in a lot of different ways. Raise sometimes puts through boom bot and then goes through the teleporter at the same time. And it's kind of hard to like know if she went in or not, and then she'll get a pick while that boom bot's going off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so when you push that, just be very aware of that. Also, when someone teleports, um, a lot of people get like kind of tunnel visioned in that. They'll like they're like three people are watching yeah. the teleport door open, yeah. and they're just like firing like mad, mm-hmm. and it kind of just gives the enemy some time to get flanks going or something else going on. Um, and pushing into hookah. So hookah is a weird place to play. If like, I, I don't find it every single round someone's playing there, a defender. But if they are, if you find out that they're playing there, most likely you can, I would never dry peak hookah. Cause right when you enter hookah, there can either be someone on your tight right or on your tight left. You can't really clear both those corners at the same time. So I would always flash it no matter what, just so you kind of, can eliminate where that person's at there's also just like throwing like a killjoy molly in like the left cubby when you enter hookah and it just clears that whole area out just in case someone's running there with a shotgun um i've seen a lot of people get aces there with a judge <laughs> like yeah. a l- often yeah a lot of people play mm-hmm. shotguns there so if you're pushing out of there you, you can either easily get picked off um pushing hookah it's you have to jump out of this doorway out of this window onto site. And that's where usually like ciphers play always killjoy always plays there. Um, it's, it's like a kind of like a suicidal jump out of that window. You don't know if you're going to make it out alive at all. Um, that's how I feel. <laughs> it's, I feel it's, the same. I'm just crossing my fingers, jumping out with my knife and hoping the best. Um, yeah. so smoking off CT is where usually people play. Smoke off CT and elbow. Um, once you jump off of out of window, you're exposed to literally the entire site. You're exposed to every place someone could see you from, pretty much, where the defenders are playing. 
Um, using a smoke on an, on elbow and CT are most beneficial. So, and, and when you do push hookah, a lot of people, they congest there. They don't know if they, they kind of get afraid to push out and they, if like, um, Cypher is playing and he's shooting through, um, CT, just shooting shots through, um, hookah, you kind of like people start to back off and they don't commit. And yeah. if you're going to go through hookah, you have to jump out and all get on site as fast as you can. Like you cannot stay there because you're, they're just going to utility dump you and you're going to get smacked. It's always like, you know, a killjoy can throw a molly on the deep end of hookah and always get a kill there. Usually if someone's playing there, um, you get smacked. So I would say if you're going hookah, I would push out as fast as you can lay down those smokes, flash out and just get on site and then clear site and, and plant. Um, make sure you clear site when you plant, <laughs> don't plant when like three of your teammates are in a full out war and mm. they're getting picked off. It's just, you're not providing any help and you guys have a minute and a half left to plant the bomb. So that, extra you, time is you're getting that you're getting that early I, plant. yeah Damn, but then dude. but then you know i love myself an early plant well yeah yeah um it's yeah. it's beneficial to clear site first this goes with every site clear site first before planning or at least clear where people could be um and then going b long it's kind of similar there's like there's just some threats um on site and then elbow is a big threat a lot of people play elbow um, it's, it's nice having at least one person go be long or two people going be long because some people, a lot of people play garden. So if five people are going hookah, they jump out, you have someone garden. That's kind of like looking at your guys' backs. He has that angle on you guys. He has the angle of where bombs going to be planted, which is really bad. So I would communicate with your team and clear be long garden first, and then you can push out of hookah and do a rush. Um, I think a lot of, I found myself dying a lot from garden from somebody just lurking there and just waiting right. for a kill. Yeah. So I think B it's either like a commit hard or back off and try something else. Yeah. You yeah. can also walk up B long and then all take teleporter and try something with that teleporter. Um, that's what I found. And also when you plant bomb, never plant it in tube. If you have like, <laughs> if you <laughs> never plant it on tube, please. Why is that, dude? Why well, would you never plant it in tube? Because then someone can just absolutely smack you with a bomb diffuse. Because um, usually when you plant bomb, you're gonna be backing off if like the enemy gets gets some sight, gets two picks, and you're playing garden, and then you have no sight of bomb. Make sure you always play where you have sight of bomb if it's like a clutch situation. That's yeah. why you never plant in tube or you never plant in <laughs> a little you, cubby dude. where you can't see the bomb. Yeah. That's I nasty. like <laughs> I do. That's where a lot of people go wrong. Like a lot of like silver um bronze players is that like they don't understand the importance of where planting the bomb is. Yeah. You have to plan no, it on where true. you're gonna play because someone can just hold that and some and then someone else could just hold like that angle and just pick you guys off as you guys try to get that as you guys try to stop that defuse. Um, yeah, those are my takes for B. It's just a commit or just get smacked. I think yeah. you just can't get congested in these areas. You have to go for it or just back off. Wow, dude. Nice. You're, you're on fire tonight, dude. You're on <laughs> fire, dude. Um, finds a yeah. few things that I know about it. 
I mean, so yeah, pretty much everything you said I resonate with. Um, I feel a little bit better on B sometimes, especially if you have no flow with your team. And I think that uh, this is because like for the reasons you mentioned, you can kind of just force your way onto site, like just like just bull rush it as we say. Right. Um, so, and like you said, it can get, a, it's a little more complicated maybe than aid because you have that teleporter to deal with abilities coming through there. As you mentioned, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. Cause you literally like said what I was going to say. So the biggest thing guys, I'm going to say it again. Rogan's already pounded it in you. I'm going to say it again. Don't get stuck in hookah. This is, yeah, this <laughs> is a is, death trap a death trap. So it's something I often see and I often get frustrated by this. It's, it's maybe it is maybe my least favorite position to be stuck in because (laughs) you're literally like Rogan was saying you, you are a, a, a barrel full of fish. Like, like the enemy cannot miss. Yeah. Like if they throw a grenade in there, a molly, a blind, I mean, the chances of it hitting two to three of you are insanely high because yeah. there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to move. Of course, that raised grenade is going to hit you. So when you have utilities coming from teleporter and from site into hookah, like, dude, you're in such a gnarly crossfire. So, yeah, we got lingo in the chat saying that cypher on B is just disgusting. And that's that's huge, right? Like when Rogan's saying jump out a window if you just get cypher wired while you're trying to jump out dude i have been nastied on he has one dude he has one ways you know those one ways that he puts up right in window and then you get caught by a trip and you just get absolutely gnarlied on so i think i just agree with you you have to get out of hookah if you're gonna commit to b um i don't know what would you say three hookah too long yeah, that's what I would go. Like, um, so, like something like that. I think, I, I think, I don't think there's like a way. I mean, I think both both angles or just both lanes are a little bit pretty decent. Yeah. So, um, but I think if you can get onto B and take the site, then it's easier to hold than A is. I think it's harder for the defenders to retake the site. Like if you yeah. get on there with four guys and it's like a four V three, the odds of you winning that, especially if you plan it in a good area, the odds of you winning that is, is pretty big. You have huge, um, like if you're in elbow, if you have control of elbow, that's so big for you because you're seeing right down into the lane that they're going to be coming from. And you have the elevation too. So, I mean, yeah, if you can, like Rogan said, if you can successfully bull rush your way out of hookah and actually get on site, like I noticed there's, there's a, some pros that playing jet. I watch jet videos all the time. Cause I want to get better at her. They'll uh, put a smoke on tube and literally just dash onto tube just so there is a threat on site that they have to deal with just to take away from some of this effect of like being just stuck in hookah. Yeah. Like it's uh-huh. a really dangerous place. So get out of there as fast as you can. Um, we are running long on the pod, so we're going to move on to defending. Um, so Rogan defending, or do you have any more thoughts on attacking B brother? No, you, you covered the rest. I mean, you really ripped it hard and I'm glad I could just kind of slip through there. (laughs) Um, so defending on a, um, talk to me. What, what, how are you feeling when you jump into a match and you're defending on a, 
Um, A site compared to B site, I think defending A is, I feel a lot more free. You can move around. You have a lot more angles to play. Um, it's a bigger site in general. You just have more room to work with. Um, you you have unlike B, you have more room to back off and play safe angles. Um, so like I said, heaven's huge. I play heaven a lot because I like to op a lot. Um, but some people usually smoke it a lot. So I can you can play on the very edge of hook of heaven and it you won't get smoked off there because a lot of people smoke in the middle. But you're able to stand outside of that smoke and still see on who's attacking a short and who's coming showers. Um, yeah. And sometimes that's why the smoke on truck is being used more is because it prevents that opper from walking out right there. One huge, huge one way that I always do with Omen no matter what is smoking that double box right in front of teleporter. That double box smoking on it, it gives a great one way for anyone who's going to push from A short onto site. It pretty much just stalls that push. Anyone who's looking right there, they can't they can't push through. You're just going to get picked off no matter what. So they're just going to wait for that smoke to disappear. But then you just keep on smoking it, keep on smoking it with Brim or anyone, and it's it's filthy. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a peasant rat, well, right? For, that's what yeah. the chat is saying. You're just can't. You're just a camper. You're a heaven well, camper. With I mean, when I'm forty and two, it works. You know, it works. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time I've seen that? Too long. Uh, well. It's been too long. <laughs> oh, there are goodness. some filthy kills right there, though. Um, a lot. Some people can op. I I sometimes go on top of double of truck. Um, and even just with a vandal, you can still just shoot through there. Um, it kind of gives mm -hmm. like you an early pick and then you can just jump off of box. Um, defending. So like, I think there's not like a bad place to play on defending on a site. I would say, um, like hookahs really, uh, I mean, U haul is really powerful to play. If you do get, you're going to get pushed off usually with, um, utilities, so kind of get ready for that. You can peek that, do some contest, and then back off and you can rotate to site. And when I say like you you can just run through U-Haul and you're completely safe. Like there's not really a chance that you're gonna die if you're able to get back away from that corner. Um they can push mm -hmm. you pretty hard, but it makes them very vulnerable to the rest of the site. U-Haul's really strong. Some people push out of showers a lot. So Showers is a great place to flank. Um, like I said, it's kind of on the edge of the map, and some people don't push showers all the time, so you can get a lot of that map control early on. Um, getting that push out, it kind of it makes it so you know no one's gonna be there, and you can push on mid from that angle and get someone that like where their back is turned from. Um, I know flanks from there are pretty deadly sometimes. You can also op out of there or just hold that angle. And if someone does come telly, if you expect people to go from B to A, you can watch that teleporter. Um, another thing, I like I said, I do play Heaven, and then I do, I do play U-Haul also. Throwing that smoke on that double box is massive. The teleporter is big. So with Omen, I you can fake teleport. Um, you just like jump through the teleporter and then and then teleport out with the shrouded step. Um, what I found, which is like a little tip, I guess, for Omen players or someone with an Omen team, you can have Omen teleport next to the portal and then have Rays jump in. Um, because oh, the audio yeah. cue is super loud, so people think that Omen faked it, 
but then you have rays inside the teleport. Um, that's just some way to get maybe someone in teleport to provide some help to hookah or at least just wait there and the enemy will be unsure if someone's in there or not. Um, and then raise and sage play through that. If you're razor sage, you can play on U-Haul or kind of on site and you can make like be sure to like have the ability to throw a so, like slow orb inside of that teleporter because it'll literally slow the entire team. So if they do push really hard, it's just going to prevent that push and stalling the enemy and giving getting as much information as possible is kind of like what you want to do defending, I would say, and just yeah. preventing that initial push because that'll give you more time to rotate, give you more time to get flanks and whatnot. Um, yeah, I think that I mean, that's it for defending on a that's what I have. Yeah, Go ahead and no, take it I over. Think- I think that you you covered it pretty well, dude. I mean, it's kind of like you're going to be going up, uh, up against some of those problems or, you know, some of those tips that we we're giving for attacking. Like A is obviously um, like when you're playing heaven, it's obviously great. It's it's a good spot, but you're probably going to be smoked out there. Um, I feel like A is just fairly straightforward, man. Like you got showers to cover and then you have a short like you're just looking at two lanes there there's just two openings that you're covering um and i think that like you said u-haul is crucial i think if you can hang on to that as long as possible that's great but like you said you're gonna get pushed out by abilities no matter what um so i think that smoke in heaven can ruin you but it's actually crazy the amount of times like you don't have to totally just ditch the position if you're playing A in heaven yeah. and you get smoked out. You don't have to totally bail on that, especially if you're running like three people A. If you have one guy on site, one guy on U-Haul, and they can kind of fend fend off the site for, you know, 10, 15 seconds, that's going to open back up to you and it's going to be a, a, a valuable position again. So I don't know. There's just been times that like say I'm playing the operator in heaven and I get smoked out. I immediately ditch it and I jump down or something, well, now I'm definitely screwed. You know what yeah. I mean? Not all the time, but there are times that I should have stayed up there. So don't just Im- immediately give up on it. Um. Also, guys, the amount of times that a smoke is like misplaced from the enemy, like, and you get that sliver of vision between the wall in heaven and the actual smoke cloud, like you'll have a sliver of vision there. Guys, it's common. It's very common. Like the brim or the omen, they're in a rush to drop a smoke there and it's slightly off and you can take advantage of it. So check your both sides of that smoke and make sure that even just stepping out, like stepping into the smoke, there's a little balcony out of the window there in heaven and you can sometimes kind of scoot out onto the edge, you know, beyond the smoke, get vision. And dude, there's been games where it's almost helped me. Like I'll peek (laughs) out of their smoke, I'll get a pick and I'll go back in. Yeah. And like they don't know where I'm at. And then I peek out again on the other side, whatever. And so it still can be valuable. So don't totally give up there. That's all I wanted to say on heaven. Um, dude, playing in the mid, like in the middle of the site has been super valuable for me. Like yeah. some people call it triple boxes. I don't know what the official name is. I guess I have the map up here. What are they? I don't know. It just says a there. I don't know if there's a call. Some out. people just call like, it Tetris. It's Tetris. like that middle box. Yeah. I've heard that before. Playing in that position is huge because you can apply pressure on both showers and short like yeah. you're a threat to both 
And so they have to take you seriously when you're playing there. And it still gives you the freedom to like get out of danger, right? Especially as jet or anyone with mobility, you can drop a smoke down and you can go towards truck, go through CT up into your own heaven, whatever, right? You have a way out there. Um, I do also play on the boxes right outside of showers, but guys, this is, this spot can be huge. And I know we've all seen, you know, aces where everyone creeps out of showers and you're sitting on those double boxes and you, you know, clean them out from behind. I feel like this is just a card that you can only play like once or twice a game because (laughs) you do this once they're on you. So, and you know, I've played here, you can't get out. They can pre-fire <laughs> no. that wall. Like if you're doing it more than once, they're going to pre-fire you. <laughs> if not, they're going to be swinging out. Or like the thing that gets me the most is like Arena blind. Like Arena yeah. throws out a blind. You can't do anything but reveal your position by that time. They're swinging out, killing you. So do this only once or twice. Don't get addicted to this. It was one of my early faults. I would go up there and just get rammed because there's no <laughs> way out. You're not getting out. And then also, if you die right away right here, you're opening up another angle that your U-Haul player has to deal with. So now they're dealing with short and they're dealing with players from showers because you died within the first three seconds of the round. So with that said, I don't feel like that's the greatest place to play. I think that stepping back to like mid-site or like back-site, like you were saying, even like playing by truck can be a really great defense towards showers because like you said, it's easy to get back into safety. So... That's kind of my, I think A is a lot easier to retake. So I wouldn't hesitate. Like if you are being pushed out of sight, it's okay to like regroup and just stay alive. Uh I don't think trying to plant down the flag and, you know, hold the line as they say, (laughs) like in A short is always the play. I think sometimes you have a free escape, like you said, getting out and regrouping with your team. You can still retake A for the fairly easily especially if you have someone coming around the flank so that's my thoughts on defending a um let's move into defending b um what what are your thoughts yeah so like like i said um if you're defending a you you have the room in that situation you have like the attacking side is kind of like squished they are kind of congested in that area um with b site you're kind of like screwed if you get off of site. It's super hard to retake. Um, you're really congested. You're kind of like in that back of CT. Like you're in your own pretty much spawn area <laughs> is what you could call it. Um, and you have like that only just like that CT and elbow to retake site. So on site, I try, I would argue that it's really important just to contest some fights. Don't give up the site completely. Um, don't just be like play for retake right away without getting a single like shot off, you know. Um, mm-hmm. if they are pushing really hard, you need to like put a sentinel hookah, stop that hookah push, or just throw a smoke down right away from B long. Um, prevent any like initial push from happening and try to get at least one pick before backing off. A lot of the angles that you play on B, it it you're playing with a lot of risk. If you're playing in hookah. They can push hookah hard and you're kind of screwed. You jump, you jump out a window and someone's B long and they just see you jump out and then you they just kill you right there. Um, yeah. or they just push you so hard that you're you're kind of stuck from they just see you running back on site and then they can just take you out. Um, even on site. So a lot of people play back site. I would watch 
look at the enemy composition and see what they have. If there's a raise, I guarantee you that raise will grenade that back site if they have <laughs> higher than a double digit IQ. Yeah. They will need that back site and you yeah. are screwed. You can't do much. That raise is so oh, dude, the grenade is so huge, that radius. I yeah. know I didn't like realize it at first, but it's massive. It's bizarre. It's and massive it, and it, it does a lot really of damage. It really screws you over. It does a lot of damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if you're playing backside, it's kind of tough. And then tube, you're also screwed in that way. You're, um, you're rammed in tube, dude. Yeah. So if you're rammed. playing, if you're playing on site and tube, and you're not contesting at all, or you contest and you just kind of bunker down, get in the fetal position, and just hope for the best. Um, <laughs> <sighs> I've seen many people do that. It's not gonna go well. You're gonna die. That's what I should say. Like you're not gonna make it out of there alive unless you are insane with your aim and you are somewhat smart. Yeah. Um, so for me, I usually like playing elbow, and then you can play on a cubby site on site. You kind of know where that is. You can look to be long mm-hmm. from yep. site. Yep. And then also CT. I am I I have teleports. And you have Jet, obviously. So, we like, those players, they can play a little bit more up front. They could play on site, and then I can always, like, throw a smoke down and then teleport back and yeah. get in a safe position again. Um, that's pretty hard to do with, like, Reyna, even, if you don't get a pick, you know, or just yeah. some character without mobility, like Brim. Um, so getting that first angle is really big. Opping B long is um very strong. You can also jump on top of mid box and then op hookah. And you can also just shoot through fruit through hookah, have someone smoke off long for you, and then you just can watch hookah and you watch there. If you're a sentinel, I would definitely just like try out different diff- different setups on hookah. See what mm-hmm. works best for you. On save rounds, try for a shotgun in hookah, try for a shotgun underneath hookah. Underneath that window, a lot of people dude, play on save rounds, dude. Man. That's I've got huge, so many, man. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it because that's a big spot that a lot of yeah. people don't think about. We should have mentioned that on attacking is just like checking that area is right below you and even close to the right. Um, yeah, right when some right when you jump out, someone's ramming you with a bucky from your underneath, so it can get gross. But yeah, sorry, continue. Um. But no, like like I was saying, you can also just like if on a save round, play those like upfront angles and you know, just like take some risk. Um some B long, you can definitely peak B long too with an operator or just get an initial pick there. It and then back off to elbow. That's kind of your only good spot to back off to. Yeah. Um if you are if you like playing elbow, you can play up on B long and then just kind of communicate and make sure they aren't pushing through hookah, because if they are pushing through hookah and they go out onto site, and you're still, like, up front, and then someone goes B long, so you're running back, people on site are going to see you. Um, and then you're not going to make it out alive. So... No. Be aw- <laughs> no. <laughs> be aware of that. Um, I think that's that's pretty much it. It, uh, like I said, if you don't, just try not to give up sight. I'll let you cover um, retaking sight more. Um, it it's very it screws you over if you give them sight. Super hard to retake. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. So I mean my thoughts here, just to briefly give you my thoughts on defending the site is, 
obviously things can get ugly if, if it goes <laughs> badly, right? You've already established that. You're going to want to put your Sentinel here. You've touched on that already. Uh, this is the spot for them. Basically anything to slow this down. Because like we said earlier, it's going to be rare that they just kind of slightly play around with you and B. Oftentimes it's going to be a hard hit fairly quickly. So um, if they decide to do a five-man rush, you need my my take on B is you need early communication, like the earliest yeah. you can possibly get. So your teammates need to start rotating immediately. If you have any sign of like three or three or more players, like, you know, yep. it's going to be gross. So it's super hard to retake as we've been, you know, pounding the table on. So maintaining control of the site is your best option for success. So an example of getting early calls on a B push um, I actually just made, I got a clip the other day that shows kind of exactly how I do it. But some examples is to play hookah and you can, as a jet, you can get a peek out into, they call it B short. And so if it's a fast push and you peek with jet or, you know, whatever character that can, you're going to be really exposed there. So I suggest an agent that can get out quickly. But you're going to be able to see, you know, if you see two or three players, you already know that this is going to be a, a smack B. Like you yeah. need to be calling to your team right then that it's a B push. Dash back into hookah and get out of there. Or if you want to take a fight there, that's up to you. But again, getting that early call out is going to be the main thing here. Um, a Sova arrow into B short is super common and can be super helpful. Even if it just gets one pulse out, even if they shoot it out right away, which is uncommon. But if you, there's some good placements where it'll like land on a little peg or something that's kind of hard to shoot, even if it gets a good read, one good read, you that's you know a sign as well. So send help immediately, <laughs> like send at least one player over. Again, A is a lot easier to retake. So if they do end up taking A, have that single player. Like if you only leave one on A and he gets pushed out, just leave him there. You can regroup and you can retake A a lot easier than you're going to retake B. So um elbow is a great position to hold um and this is this goes for retake or just holding the site in general if you lose garden or the attackers take hookah elbow gives you vision of hookah and possesses a threat to the players looking to push from garden so this is a good position to stay in it's a threat to them and they have to deal with you if they want to push farther on the site so this is kind of my favorite place to play again quick access to safety the reason that a retake is so difficult to do is like you only have limited options, especially if they have a sage and they block that entry like onto back site and you only have the option of elbow or you have to break that wall. You're pretty much wrecked, dude. Like yeah. if you're going into a 2v3 and this is your situation, like I just pray for you because it's probably not going to go well. And I, I don't even know what tips to do. I think sending one flank is probably your only option, dude. Like you have to hit them from more than one area mm -hmm. to like even have a chance at retaking. There's so many angles that they could be holding. Like, and again, right. They probably planted the bomb with vision from garden. So you're going to have to somehow clear out garden, but to do that, you're pretty much open to the whole site. So tips on retaking, dude, I say just like, I don't know, send one flank, I think. If you have that liberty, what about but, the teleporter play through um, a short? Is that I, it lets you know that they're there? But that's fine though. I think I think as yeah. long as there's like more than one threat point, you're gonna have a higher odds of like 
of winning. Like if they know that there's only two of you left and they know that you're both like CT, it's so hard to come out of that situation. Like they're so set up for success and you're so not. Yeah. And they just have every angle on you. So I think in the future, especially I want to focus more on maybe even myself going flank in those situations. I think that might be something that's useful, but I mean, Dude, I don't even really have advice on retaking. It's just hard to do. It, it's hard, yeah. Definitely like a flank early on to get that, you know, just like as many angles as you possibly can, man. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it, yeah, like pushing out a CT, even elbow, it's like, it's also like yeah. kind of like a suicide trap. You're exposing yourself to a bunch of different angles. You don't know where people are. That tube area, that middle area can be very hectic. People can play all around that, walk around you. And it's super it's just, yeah. hard to hold, man. <laughs> it's so hard. Like advise so, us to throw a smoke um garden and hookah window. If if all of your guys yeah. are CT and elbow. Yeah. You have a lot to. of people play garden for um the bomb spike. Um and then yeah. Tons it, of people play hookah too. Yeah. yeah. So if I get that immediate call out, if I'm a if I'm a defender on A and I hear Rogan say, Hey boys, it's full B. I instantly start going for the flank. Like immediately I push through a short and I start going around because like we're saying, you have to pose a threat from multiple angles because they can close you off so easily, especially if a sage is in the game. You're pretty, you're in pretty rough shape there. Yeah. But Um, um, a short push is not, it's not like a long journey either. It's you get there pretty quick. You can get there to be long route. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a short route. And even pushing out of showers early on in the round. If you're walking yeah. out and you don't see anyone there and you see one person B, you can sprint that. Yeah. Just to yep. clear the, all those angles. But yeah, I like sprint toward, I sprint until I'm like in the middle of that rock tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of like where I draw my line. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's like, that's kind of the only advice I have, dude, on defending B. I mean, it's hard to do. I think just maintaining control of the site is your best option, obviously. Yeah. Getting that. Do you have any peak. more thoughts on it? Where do you play usually to get that like initial like shot off? So dude, I always, dude, I actually, I want to get this clip on TikTok because it's a perfect example of how I play B. It's literally how I play B every time I play in hookah with an operator. I peek onto B short and I often get a pick because I'm a cracked aimer like Craxel. I get a pick there. Dude, in this clip, okay, this is exactly how I play it. I get a pick there. I dash back into hookah. I throw a smoke down right at my feet. I jump out. This way is covering my back as I'm vulnerable. If they're just pushing in, my back is covered. And with that dash, I'm usually ahead of them. And then I slip into cubby. From here, I can watch long, like you're saying. Dude, and so I'm watching long. Boom, I get a pick long. And then this is when it gets nasty in the clip. I got to show you, dude. So I get the pick long. And then I peek onto hookah and I get paranoid by an enemy omen. Well, while this is happening, I had a Sova on my team that sent his drone into hookah, got the ping, and I just peek out and I shoot right where his ping is, get the blind kill. (laughs) And then at this point, they're retreating, right? Because I've taken out three of their five at this point. Yeah. And then as they're retreating, I pop the breach through the through the hookah boxes, I get a hit on him. And then I end up going, they ended up rotating to a, like we shut them down so hard. Wow. Like that's one way to shut them down is to like, and I think it's just that early info. Cause the only reason that Sova was there is because I was yelling in my mic 
that the, it was a five man. Like as soon as I see three players on my screen, I get a pick, I hit V, my all chat, and I'm talking to my team, guys, we need help over here. And then like they went around to A, like I said, but again, it's so easy to retake that, especially if it's like 4v2 like it was. Mm -hmm. So that's how I play B almost every time. Um, I don't really like to peek out of long for some reason, but I think it's because I often die there. I don't know why. I just prefer the the hookah peak. I um that's kind of like a jet play though, right? You wouldn't probably recommend a someone else that's to a, play that's that. That's a complete jet play, dude. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want to screw some people over who <laughs> no, no, play no. brim and they peak A yeah, short no. and just or B short and get hammered. Yeah, no no no. I'm just saying that's one that is I think the general idea. Like so if you're the Sova player, send your drone into hookah. Try and get some way of communicating early that there's multiple yes. players B. I think that's or like the dart, like we're saying. Try and get information to your team that there's a B push happening. And I think that's crucial. Yeah. And and like, like I like Coulter was saying, just like play for retake on A. It's an easier site to retake. B is easier. crucial to get someone over there early. Yeah. Um so that's I think that's true. really what it is for me, dude. I think like and in all that, yeah, I hit those shots and whatnot. But like, again, if, if I didn't have help, it wouldn't have gone the same way. So like that, my player literally, I told him to get over there and he started sprinting immediately and he was putting down tons of cover fire, et cetera. And totally, we totally stopped that push. Yeah. So, and I think that's the way I like to see it played for myself because like we said, if they get a pick on B dude and you only have one other guy there, <laughs> they can't hold it. They yeah. can't hold it. No, this is not going to happen. So, well, said. um, that is kind of all I have. I think brother, how are you feeling? Feeling good, man. I think we covered it pretty well. Um, each site is, it plays differently. Um, knowing the team composition, man, I, I, <laughs> it's hard to like drill that in enough. <laughs> you know, you if you, if they, yeah. if you see that they have a sage and they're walling a short play it in a different way, you know, you know, that wall is going to go down. If they have, if they don't have any smokes, like play, like you could just play defensively and literally just bait them out for time. I mean, they aren't pushing on yeah. a site. Yeah. So very true. Yeah. Those are my takes. Awesome, buddy. Um, I don't think I have any more to add. We covered the the updates. We covered bind. I think pretty well. Um. Yeah. Sorry, the pod went a little longer this evening, boys, but. But thanks for being here live. We we appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah. Hope you guys like know or played Bind differently. It it is like a hard map to play. There's a lot to know about it. You know, you have like a lot of extremes into one map. You have to commit yeah. to a site. It's really rough. Um It's unique. It's, it's unique. unique, yeah, for sure. And it's and it's fun. I'm excited for a new map, man. I'm like I want like a new exciting map besides icebox you know <laughs> i know like dude. getting icebox uh, it was yeah. actually a lot of fun playing a brand new map it just feels like a whole nother game yeah yeah but awesome um i think that wraps it up for me dude just all right thank thank you to everybody again well you guys have been listening to the flow state gaming podcast episode 16 i'm rogan prescott joining me is c doggy um yeah it's 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 been real you guys need to tune in live at flow underscore state underscore gaming on twitch 
Send us a message on Instagram, please. The Flow State Gaming official. Tell us how much you hate us because we love hearing that. We love the motivation. It really drives us forward. Definitely give us a five-star review. Um, it's been real. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Hope you guys had a good one. Bye. Bye.